This is Maine Coast Doc Talk, a podcast bringing you the latest news and stories from Maine's working waterfronts. This podcast is brought to you by the Maine Coast Fishermen's Association. I'm your host, Ben Martens. All three of us for the ocean. The water's golden it's Friday, October 18th, 2019, and today for Doc Talk, we have our first listener question. If you have a question about something that you read or something you heard or something you ate, as long as it has to do with fisheries, we'd love to hear it. So please get in touch. Earlier this week, a radio station ran a story announcing that the Maine Department of Marine Resources would be accepting entries for the scallop permit lottery. This prompted the following question that we got from a listener and definitely not somebody who works in our office. I heard on the news this morning that Maine is conducting a lottery for four scallop licenses, which brought a question to my mind. Why are we calling it a lottery when it involves the livelihood of commercial fishermen? What a great question. Before we answer it, I think we need to take a step back and talk about scallop permits, permits in general, and what's happening to that fishery in the state of Maine. So in fisheries, there are essentially two types of permits. Open access, meaning that anybody can go and buy one and go fishing. And limited entry, which means there's only a certain number of them that exist. There are a series of rules that outline who retains those permits and then ways that those permits are controlled. In Maine, halibut is an example of a permit that is open access. Anybody with a commercial fishing boat and 45 bucks can get a halibut permit that allows them to fish in state waters and catch 25 halibut a year. Scallop is limited entry. This means that at one point in the past, the decision was made by the state to restrict the number of permits in existence. For scallops, this happened in 2008. Uh, At that point, it was decided that if you didn't have a permit, you couldn't go and get one in 2009. This was done because the previous 10 years of scallop fishing had seen a pretty significant decline in the biomass. Scallops are a valuable fishery, and the hope was that by restricting the number of permits, the Department of Marine Resources could better manage the resource for rebuilding and long-term sustainability. The other important characteristic that you need to understand about this type of permit, and the scallop permit in particular, is that this type of limited entry permit is also non-transferable. In many fisheries, when the permits are limited, they also become transferable. This is especially true in federal waters fisheries. That means that if somebody wants to get into the fishery, they can buy their way in by finding a permit owner who wants to sell, agreeing on a price, and then buying it from them. While it costs money, and there's a lot of people who find this controversial and don't like it, it does create transferability. And it means that you can get a new fisherman into the fishery when the previous generation decides that they want to sell their their access. It can get pretty expensive though. A federal scallop permit can sell from anywhere from $45,000 for a small one that can only fish in the Gulf of Maine or six or seven or $8 million for one of the big permits that fish offshore on George's bank. Those prices can change as the resource and market shift. So don't call me trying to buy a $45,000 scallop permit if you're listening to this and now they're worth 100,000. But I just wanted to put that out there as a perspective and so you can understand that those type of markets do exist 
when it comes to the movement of permits. That doesn't exist in state waters permits for the state of Maine, though. You cannot sell your scallop permit. Um, and that's also true for lobster permits in our state. They're limited. There's only a certain number that exist. Once you own it, you cannot move it to somebody else. So back to scallops and the state waters fishery. Those different restrictions that they put in place, uh, they reduce the number of participants in the fishery. And then they also put some rotational closures in place. They try to figure out a ways to control localized depletion, cause the scallops to rebound. In 2009, about 80,000 pounds of scallops were landed in the state. And that was a value of about $600,000. And by 2017, 800,000 pounds were landed. And that's almost $9.5 million worth of scallops coming across the docks in the state of Maine. What we saw happen was better science and management brought back the local fishery in Maine. And as that fishery has returned, there are a lot of fishermen who over those past 10 years that we've been rebuilding this fishery would love to be able to get back into catching scallops, or maybe they were never able to catch scallops. They never had that permit. They never had the opportunity. So in a response to that request, the state of Maine wanted to figure out how to responsibly allow new entrants into the fishery while not jeopardizing the health of the resource and the profitability of those that already did exist in the fishery. Working with fishermen's advisors, the Department of Marine Resources came up with a plan to allow new fishermen into the fishery as long as the overall number of permit holders continued to be reduced. So what does that mean? So every few permits that go away, another permit can come in. Every year, a few permits go away. Fishermen may retire, they may lose the permit because of infractions, or they may just decide not to renew it for all kinds of personal reasons. But regardless, the total number of permits in Maine is slowly declining. And it was determined that for every three permits that go away, two new permits could be created. You still have a net reduction in effort and participants, but you have a mechanism to get new fishermen into the fishery. So how do you decide who gets into the fishery? That's where we get to the lottery. How do we determine who gets these valuable permits? Based upon merit, need, location, age, what are the factors that we should care about when we think about the distribution of new permits? And how do we ensure that everybody involved sees the system as fair? It doesn't actually have to be fair, but people have to agree that it is, or that it's at least hitting the goals that we have for the fishery. After a lot of debate, it was decided that a random drawing or a lottery would take place. And that for every two permits created, one would go to a fisherman who is between the ages of 18 and 30, so the younger new generation, and one would go to a fisherman over the age of 30. In this way, the state can ensure that the next generation, uh, those who most likely never would have been able to have gone scalloping before, uh, we went to the limited entry system, so they would not have been able to qualify. They'd have a preferential opportunity to get into the fishery moving forward. Uh, the current generation of fishermen wouldn't be cut out of the process, but the odds of getting that permit through that type of a drawing is greatly reduced just because there's a larger pool of entries there. So that was a long way of getting to the actual question that we were asked. And I don't actually have a great answer for you to, except to say that this is a game of chance and that's why it's called a lottery. Uh, fishery, fishery managers uh, and the legislature decided this was the most fair way to allow new people into the fishery. 
So for $2, which is what it costs to enter the lottery, you can have a chance at growing and diversifying your fishing business. The odds are not in your favor though. Last year, we had a few permits that were became available and over uh, 1,300 fishermen applied and then four of them got them. That's less than 1% of people who entered into the lottery were chosen to be able to go fishing and participate in the scallop fishery. I would anticipate that probably an equal or greater number of fishermen will be applying this year. And um, that means that once again, it's a roll of the dice as to whether you can have this opportunity as we move forward in time and as fishermen think about things other than lobster that they want to be doing in the state of Maine. Now, in order to put your name into the hat to go and get this scallop permit, you must be a Maine resident over the age of 18. Uh, you must have held a permit in any previous calendar year, a commercial fishing permit, um, or crewed on board an active commercial scallop vessel. You can't have been convicted of any marine resources offenses that resulted in you losing a license within the last seven years, and you can't currently have a, a scallop permit. The reason why that stipulation is in there is because there's actually two types of permits. We didn't get into it, but um, there's scallop dragging permits, which is what I've really been talking about here, which is, you know, you have a boat, you put a um, some gear on the back. It's a dredge that you drag along uh, behind the boat to catch up scallops. And that's where the three to two ratio comes into play. Uh, there are scallop dive permits where you can actually have a permit where you go and pick the scallops up off the bottom of the ocean. And uh, those have a higher value. Not the, not the permits, because there's no value on these permits. State water is non-transferable. But uh, the, the scallops, dive-caught scallops, there's a premium based on based on those. And so there's, there's fishermen that will actually take their boat out, and they will go diving off their boat in December and January and February and pick up scallops. So um, you can't have a scallop dive permit and then also apply to get a scallop drag permit or the other way around. So in summary, it's called a lottery because people are entering for a chance to win. And it isn't a great system. Uh, it is one of the more common ways to create new licenses in the fishing industry, not only here in Maine, but throughout the world. Uh, and there are probably better ways to figure out who should get this opportunity, but politics gets in the way of that, right? What's fair? What isn't fair? Uh, why should somebody else have a preferential treatment over another person? Um, what are the values that each individual or state or community would say are what we should be looking at when we think about who should be fishing out on the water. And so a, a lottery, it is the fairest and most politically savvy way to redistribute permits as they are retired from the fishing industry. This is a lottery. And if you win, it gives you an opportunity. That's what makes it different than when you throw your, you know, buy a lottery ticket and you hope you can win millions of dollars. This lottery gives you an opportunity to go to work. Uh, the state water scallop fishery is really hard. It takes place in the winter and you can't land a lot of pounds of scallop. So you're not going to get rich. Uh, right now it's about 140 pounds of scallops that you're allowed to catch on any given day. And it works because the price of scallops is pretty high, but that could change at any point. And a lot of these permits, you know, might not be as desirable in the future if the price per pound of scallop changes. That being said, if you are a fisherman and you want to enter the lottery, uh, they're accepting applications online to do so. It's at uh, main.gov slash forward slash scallop lottery. And we'll put a link to this on our website. Uh, 
and they're not accepting any applications by mail. You can go to their offices in Augusta to uh, complete and submit a paper application. Uh, but because there were so many applicants last year, they decided that they couldn't accept applications by mail this year. It was too much of a, a pain in the butt. So the online lottery applications will be uh, accepted until November 8th, and then the lottery will be taking place shortly thereafter. So I hope that answers your question about why we have a lottery to determine who can go and participate in the scallop fishery in the state of Maine. And um, I hope you learned a little bit something new about what's happening in the state waters for scallops. We have the scallop season coming up pretty quick in December. So if you're not a fisherman and you're just a local resident who loves to eat scallops, make sure that you go out and support the fishing industry. Thanks so much for listening. And please remember, if you do have any questions uh, that you'd like to ask us, or if there's any topics that you think would be really interesting for us to cover, don't hesitate to reach out. Maine Coast Doc Talk is a project of the Maine Coast Fishermen's Association, an industry-based nonprofit which identifies and fosters ways to restore the fisheries of the Gulf of Maine and sustains Maine fishing communities for future generations. For more information about our work or to make a donation, you can find us online at maincoastfishermen.org. Taking us out today is the song Fish and Time to Kill by Sarah Trenzo, main recording artist. If you like this song, you can check out her stuff on our website or anywhere that you can buy music. We're both looking something slightly more than wind war. Don't you know there's fish and time to kill? Fish and time to kill.